0: hello hello oh you got out of ikea
1: oh jesus christ (laughs) it's not really convenient if you have to wait for them to pull your fucking order (laughs) yeah so yeah and it's because and it was because of the color of what i was getting Oh, because okay. the other colors it was in were right on the shelf, <laughs> so it it took them about a half hour to get my shit together. It's Holy cow! Like, oh come on! Yeah, awesome.
0: Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John?
1: I'm fantastic. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm okay. Did you see the big news headline like five minutes ago?
1: Uh, are we at war with somebody?
0: No. Kobe Bryant died. What? Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter crash today. Uh, I think it was Epstein. <laughs> Yeah, he was among five dead in his private helicopter that crashed on a hillside in California. Was he flying? No. Was he on a cell phone? Apparently, the helicopter caught fire, and I guess it just like veered right into the mountain, killed everybody on board. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, see you, Kobe. I don't have anything else to add to that.
0: Okay. wasn't a fan. No, I'm just, uh, it's breaking news, and I saw it, and I figured I'd bring yeah. it up. It won't be breaking news well, by the time the podcast goes up, but... That's right. To get your natural reaction was kind of priceless, so hey. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> that's what we're here for, right?
1: That's it. Public service. That's right.
0: Speaking of people dying... um, last week right after we finished you said oh shit we forgot to talk about something and um yeah um i totally forgot what it was <laughs> <laughs> it was it was about the singer who died on stage do you remember that story oh yeah i see this is why i keep notes i do cuz i totally would have forgotten about it but there was a singer a uh, songwriter yeah. by the name of david um, Olney who yep. was playing at a festival and was playing his guitar sitting on a on a bar stool and said I'm sorry in the middle of a song and then just died and I guess continued to sit upright on his his stool just kind of put <laughs> his head down on his chest and died and I guess mm. do you think as a performer that's the way you want to go I think it is. Okay.
1: I think it is. Cause there's a few actors who've died in the process of giving a performance. Right. Um, I think the first one I can think of was an actor named um, Dick Sean. Okay. Who is, did a lot of stuff in like the sixties, those kind of um I don't know what you call him. He was, he was in the, the movie. It's mad, 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 mad world. Okay. Anyway, so he was on stage in a play,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: had a fatal heart attack, was laying on stage and the audience thought this was part of the act. So they're yelling things like take his wallet. (laughs) So, yeah. What a way
0: to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for entertainers who have died during a performance and Mm -hmm. because that's such a thing. And apparently there was an actor in 1977 named Zero Mostel who collapsed and died from an aortic aneurysm during his first preview performance of The Merchant, a Broadway-bound adaptation of The Merchant of Venice.
1: Yes, Zero Mostel is in Mel Brooks' The Producers.
0: Okay.
1: He plays... Bialy. Okay. Or is it Bialy? No, he plays the other one. No, he's Bialy. Bialy's stuck. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You're saying?
0: So, yeah. I mean, it, it just seems like. And some of this list is like. Um, like Vic Morrow and the, the kids getting killed on the set of the Twilight Zone movie. Yes. Which doesn't really count because they didn't really. Like, it just wasn't a thing during the performance. Like, that was an accident.
1: No. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, there was an actress by the name of Edith Webster in 1986 who was singing at a lodge in Baltimore. She sang a song called Please Don't Talk About Me When I'm Gone <laughs> and then slumped to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> now, real that's that's poetic, isn't it?
0: Yes, there was. I'm trying to think there was a there was a famous actor's father or a comedian's father or something who died at like a roast. And I can't remember that name. I remember hearing the story, but it was one of those things of like, like he got up and he gave the roast and he sat back down and he just like fell over in his child chair dead. And everybody was like, Oh, that was pretty funny. And then the dude was gone, but I don't remember who it was and I can't find it now.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I don't, it, it, yeah, I don't see it anything like that. Yeah. But that's really the way to go. You're doing what you love, or you're you're doing what you have to do because you had a shitty agent who stole all your money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tiny Tim died on stage.
0: Oh, that's right. He did, didn't he? During
1: a benefit.
0: Oh, poor Tiny Tim.
1: He's tiptoeing through the tulips right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, there was an actor <clears throat> playing Judas in Jesus Christ Superstar in Italy, and he accidentally hanged himself.
0: Oh well. <laughs> which is
1: which is part of the story,
0: right? <laughs>
1: like, wow, so realistic.
0: Encore. What's, Oops. <laughs> what's that dripping from his toes?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nick Menza from Megadeth died during a performance.
0: Oh, that's right. He did, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Oh, poor Megadeth. That's a band that's fraught with, like, bad luck and shit just going wrong for them.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe they could have picked a different name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apparently, the original Boston drummer, Sib Has- Hassian, uh, mm-hmm. died during a performance on a cruise during Oops. Legends of Rock.
1: Yeah. You want to make sure you don't have any of the shrimp at the buffet after that happens, because <laughs> guess where the body is.
0: <laughs> so, okay. Is that a true thing? Do they, If somebody dies on a cruise, do they just, like, clear out a, a freezer? Or is there an actual, like like a couple of like containers for people in case somebody dies.
1: They just throw you overboard and use your chum. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that I I wouldn't put past them, but I'm just wondering if that is an actual like uh, wives yeah, tale yeah. or is that?
1: No. Well, it depends on where you are on the ship. Okay. If you're in the middle of the Atlantic ocean then it would be different than if you were close to, you know, say an island where they could turn around and go back to and, and dump you overboard on the on the pier.
0: <laughs> OK, do cruise ship have cruise ships have morgues? Each on, ocean going cruise ship is required to carry body bags and maintain a morgue. Separate from food storage areas, most morgues are small with room for three to six bodies.
1: Well, good to know. Uh, So there's a serial killer on board.
0: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, one of the guys that I worked with uh, went on a cruise after New Year's and he was saying that um, they got they were out at sea and then all of a sudden they made an announcement that they were heading into a port that they weren't scheduled to head into. And um, they said because it was due to a medical emergency. And then when they got there, they, you know, they pull up to the dock and they're looking over the side of the dock and out comes like a body bag with a like (sighs) they're rolling out a body bag. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's I guess there is no medical emergency now. I guess that person died. (laughs) But that's got to suck. Unless you really like cruises and then I guess it's the way to go. Hmm. So there you go. Cruise ships do have morgues. If you want to kill up to five people, you can.
1: <laughs> we got room.
0: Just going around spiking people's shrimp or the, <laughs> the pizza bar or whatever.
1: <clears throat> That's right. Don't go too big, too deep for those crab legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just they just put you in like the the salad bar container and then they just cover you over with ice. Well, I mean, hopefully you
1: die towards the end of the cruise when, you know, there is room in the fridge. Because <laughs> if it's the first day, you know, they're going to be pushing that lobster tail pretty hard.
0: <laughs> they're cutting off limbs and like stuffing them in the body bag to make you smaller and more compact. Ah, good times. I don't know. Like you've you've been on several cruise ships. I've been on a couple. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if how relaxing i find cruises
1: i don't i find them very stressful
0: Uh, because there's nowhere to go
1: that's it you can't escape
0: no there's no escape unless
1: you sit in your room but you can't sit in your room because at some point you know miguel from the philippines (laughs) has to come and fluff your pillows
0: you can't tell him to stay out no. No.
1: <laughs> well, you can. But see, there's that whole thing with that person who like committed suicide in a hotel and they had the do not disturb sign out. Okay. So now cruise ships and hotels have, you know, room occupied signs. <laughs> and they they're supposed to check on you.
0: Well, what if you're in the middle of like banging somebody? Like Well, you hopefully you have put the lock out. on the door. <laughs> Have I ever told you that my hotel theory?
1: Oh, God. What? At any
0: given time in any hotel, there are two people fucking somewhere.
1: Well, yeah, at least.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you got, you know, a 300 room hotel. I think hopefully there are some couples that are still speaking after the vacation day. At
0: any given (laughs) moment in that hotel. You bet your ass that there are people messing up those sheets. That you're gonna sleep oh, on yeah. tomorrow.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> They're supposed to clean them when you leave.
0: Supposed to. Uh huh. That's the word. Supposed. Do they really? Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> anyway. All right, so how do we get up? I know, man. We're we, talking
1: about people who died.
0: Yeah, we went. Re- oh, because the one did died, died on a cruise ship. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Silly audience. Segues are for kids. <laughs> um. Did you uh? Did you watch the episode of Arrow without Arrow in it?
1: Yes. Um, the
0: backdoor pilot for Arrow 2040.
1: Why does Canary have so much makeup on? Is that because when she gets older in 2040, she's trying to look young still?
0: So uh, I, I thought I. it's really weird because they make a point of saying that she's a time traveler. Okay. In that episode, like, like, um, the, What's her name? Well, uh, the other, the other one, the other one. Yeah. Dinah? Dinah. Dinah. No. Yeah. Dinah says, well, when you came to this time or whatever, but alluding to the fact that she is not from 2040.
1: Right. And it's not 2040 and she has aged her way to that point in her life.
0: Right. And I don't know if they were just trying to make her look different.
1: Yeah, it was kind of weird.
0: But she, yeah, she was wearing a lot of eye makeup.
1: Yeah. Well, it could have been like Luke in the back to tank.
0: <laughs> like she she'd gotten into a a car accident and had to have her face repaired, so they just like Yes. M- so they just put
1: lots her. of makeup on her.
0: <laughs> we can fill in those gaps, come here. Cuz that's the
1: look in 2040.
0: <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. How do you know what the the look is? In 2015, we were all supposed to be wearing our pants inside out, and that never happened.
1: Right. Yes.
0: Where's the self-flying yeah, it clothes and was... all that shit?
1: Where are the flying cars? Damn it!
0: <laughs> but it there there is something interesting going on now as far as the shows that I've watched. Um, which is Batwoman. I watched a little bit of Supergirl and yeah. um, Arrow, and there are definitely things going on now that the worlds have been combined that make for some interesting storytelling people who are dead or or have different pasts are now back alive and um occupying the same space where they shouldn't be right um at the end of batwoman last week her sister comes back from right school
1: I guess, but not Alice.
0: Not Alice. Alice has been caught, right? And all of a sudden, here comes this other person, and it's all apparently to do with Crisis, right? And the fact that when they rebuilt everything, the the people that were around the Paragons for some reason have been directly affected. But like Dinah has had said that like she never existed, right? And once Crisis was over, she figured it all out. And now she's just like, yeah, whatever. I didn't exist. So I'm just kind of like going through life. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's very strange. It's almost like, like a really weird retcon. Um,
1: it's, uh, I hope they all don't screw this up. I, I wasn't, I, there were parts of the Supergirl episode most recently that I enjoyed but the fact that there are like these multiple brainiacs
0: mm-hmm. who came
1: from different places and it's like, okay, this is what the flash does with Harrison. Why are we doing this here? And I'm not too, sh- I don't know. I, so Lex Luthor is making it a family affair now. Right. <laughs> it's like, all right, whatever. Write your ways out of this fanboys. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's uh it'll be interesting. Apparently there are a bunch of people in the Arrow finale. They've brought back a whole bunch of people um because it is the last episode, so I guess they don't have to right. really um like tie up those loose ends of exploring why these people are back, but Right. Um it is a weird undoing because without spoiling Arrow for people well. No, no, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but If
1: if you haven't watched it by now.
0: Yeah, but tough. but uh, I don't know. Should we do that? Should I just say it? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so whatever. You've been warned. Um there are scenes there there are pictures from the final episode where Oliver's mother is back. Well, yeah. So there's this weird thing now of like did Oliver rewrite history so that Slade Wilson never killed her so what happened to Slade Wilson like if you change the past and you change Slade then you're then basically Oliver is not the person who he winds up being and there's all these weird time travel oddities that will pop up right but then they're just saying fuck it we're canceling the show so who cares so I don't know it's weird (laughs) I don't want to be left with more questions than what I started with I guess
1: yes but I mean we've got how many episodes for them to wrap this shit up one yeah see
0: one there's one episode of arrow left and there's some kind of weird, like, like farewell show either before it or after it of take a look back at all eight seasons of Arrow. Oh, who and cares? And then say goodbye. And it's like, ah, oh, OK. I don't want to be exhausted by this. I just want you to I just want you to be done. Just wrap it up. Let's move on.
1: That's it. Just wrap it up.
0: There was a so I was listening to a um a podcast that's done by Michael Rosenbaum who was Lex on Uh Smallville, Mm -hmm. and he had Stephen Amell on, and it was like a week after he wrapped Arrow, and he very famously had a hard time like letting go of Arrow, and they were working on the crossovers, and he was like exhausted, and they had him doing like five different things at once. And he was working like seven days a week or whatever. And right. He has a panic attack in the middle of the podcast. Really? To to where he says, I need to go. So Michael Rosenbaum is like, okay, Hey, you know, go whatever. And then the second half of the podcast is he comes back and he's trying to explain what happened and how like, for 8 years he's been working 6 days a week um and he goes through like his history where like starting with season 3 in in his breaks from arrow he would go and he would shoot like the turtles movie or he shot code 8 with his cousin and but like so he hasn't really had a break in 5 or 6 years okay and um, apparently one of the parts of Rosenbaum's podcast is people write in and ask questions. He says, hey, I'm going to have so-and-so on, write your questions. Um, and one of them was, how fun is it to film the crossovers? And without missing a beat, he said, it's fucking terrible. So Rosenbaum says, well, can you explain that? And he said, let, mm. me, g- let me give you an example the last day that he worked with Grant Gustin, um, he was filming his death scene for episode one of the crossover. Spoilers if you haven't seen the crossover. Sorry. Um, and he. They were trying to rush Grant Gustin out because he was reaching his time limit for however many hours he could work in a day. But that meant that Stephen and Mel had to act to a tennis ball for his death scene. And he was (laughs) he he was a little pissed. He was like, I started this. You would think that they could at least keep Grant around for a little while so that I had somebody to act to instead of having to act to a fucking tennis ball. Right. And it was like it was like uh, it's not that I want to be a diva on set, but I think I kind of like earned at least somebody being there to act against. And it's like, wow. Okay. I guess when you're leaving a show, they're just like, yeah, fuck you. Whatever.
1: <laughs> it is Grant Gustin underaged? He only has certain hours. He can work in a day. Well,
0: apparently it's written into his contract. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently both him and, um, uh, the chick that plays Supergirl both have it in their their um contracts that there has to be so much downtime between um when they leave and when they come back so they're they're constantly trying to push them to the front of the shooting order so that they can get them out on time otherwise there's big huge penalties or whatever okay i mean hollywood's fucking weird man like the shit that you can get away with is just you're a fucking actor, man. But it did prove, like, listening l- listening to Michael Rosenbaum kind of confirmed that I feel like he's kind of a douche in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. he.
1: So you no longer feel bad for him about why he wasn't in the crossover?
0: Well, I mean, he, he basically said that they didn't really offer him any money and he wasn't just going to do it. He just wasn't going to show up and do it. Right. But... A lot of a lot of the interview is him talking about himself. You know, Steven's trying Hi. to explain um, why he had the panic attack. And then Rosenbaum is launching into the story about how he would have panic attacks. And instead of fessing up to it, he would just tell people he had diarrhea and that he would run off and deal with the panic attack. But like he sounded real douchey about it. And I was hmm. like, hmm, I wonder if that's what he's like in real life. <clears throat> I don't know. I've never well, met the okay. dude, so. But he was he was also talking about, like, having to shave his head and how he didn't want to work. He, he, I guess his contract was written to where he only had to work four days a week. And so he made them film okay. his stuff early and... I guess that and he he made a point of saying that Tom Welling had to work six days a week being the lead. And he was like, "Nope, okay. I wouldn't do that. I'd work four days. Tell him that's all they were getting out of me. And then um, that was it. I was out. It's like, wow, must be nice. Hmm. OK, interesting. You would
1: think he'd be happy to get any work.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: he's, he's such a big-name star, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, well. I guess that's why he's got a podcast now. Yeah, well. I say from our podcast, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: Oh, that's too bad.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um Oh, I also saw this weekend I uh, or this week rather, I went um and saw the movie Nineteen Seventeen. Yes. Which for anybody listening is about the World War One and um it's about a guy who's being sent to go stop an attack. Uh, this um, group of soldiers, where his brother is, and they've basically the the um, English command has figured out that the Germans are gonna attack, counterattack them, and they're gonna lose like sixteen hundred people if they don't make this journey and stop this attack. And the conceit of this movie is that it's made to look like one take. That okay that you are constantly following these people. Um, there's the, 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 there's obviously cuts because they're not going to do a two and a half hour movie in real time type thing. Sure. Um, but it's done extremely well. Um, the reports were that there are 40 actual edits in the film. Okay. Um, and I caught maybe 15 of them where like the camera goes past like a wall and there's, there's a doorway on one side, there's a big piece of wall and then there's a window and they come across the doorway over to the window and then they go out the window. And it's quite obvious that like once they get covered by the wall, there's like a edit there type thing. Um, Uh but it's, There's there's only been really one other time that I can remember in a movie where um, the movie made me anxious enough to literally have me sitting on the edge of my seat. Oh, and this this definitely did that. There are there are are points where you're so anxious to see how they're going to get out of it, knowing that they're not going to cut from what you're seeing that it's just an amazing like technological feat of filmmaking like mm-hmm. it deserves everything that it's it any recognition it's gotten up until now and like anything that it wins at the oscars um is super well deserved um right okay it's it is definitely like it got to a point and it's not really giving anything away but they're on a truck And they get they got picked up by this convoy and they're in the back of a truck and they're talking to people and you're just waiting because you're so you're so used to how movies are made now that you're waiting for the cut to the wide of the the convoy so that they can convey some passage of time. And then when they cut back in they're at their destination or whatever but Mm, this just keeps going and keeps going. And there's, there's all these really unique camera moves of, um, there's a scene where the two guys are going through no man's land and there, it's all muddy and every, everything's sliding around and you can tell that the camera is up on, um, is like being carried like handheld through the scene. And then they get to a crater and the two guys go to, to the left and walk around the crater and then all of a sudden the camera while still on them drops all the way down to the water in the crater into this smooth camera pan and -hmm. then gets to the other side of the crater and goes way up high and then is looking down at them and comes across to this trench and comes down into the trench and I'm sitting there and me and the guy that I went with who you know like are fascinated by filmmaking We're like, holy shit! That had to be some kind of camera move to pull that shit off. Mm -hmm. And in the like, there's a making of online where you can see like the cameras up on a camera crane on a bar, and as the camera crane comes down, there are two guys that gently hold on to the bar and take it off the camera crane, and then they walk a little and they get onto like a jeep, and the jeep starts to drive away and the camera's still on the thing and the two guys are walking towards them, and then when the they have to turn to the one side. The guys like gently get off the Jeep and then follow them with the camera rig. And it's like, holy shit, the planning that this must have taken. Like and it's done with two actors that you've never heard of before. OK, and it's just done really well. There is a couple of people that you'd recognize in the movie. Um Mark Strong, who's like a character actor that's been in all kinds of stuff is in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. And what's he been in? (laughs) Oh, a couple little things. Uh. Um, and the dude that played Rob Stark in game of Thrones is in it, but they're all,
1: which which one was Rob?
0: Rob was from like seasons one and two. He was Ned Stark's son who got killed at the red wedding.
1: Oh, him and his wife. Uh,
0: um but all of those people are nothing but glorified cameos and the two main guys are the stars of this thing and it is unbelievably done because oh. you literally feel like you've been on the the several mile journey that this takes because they they never go back to the same place it always looks different it's just super well done and i would recommend it i know it's leaving theaters, but I would say if you can get your hands on the DVD when it comes out or the Blu-ray or whatever, you should watch it because it's really, really well done. Right. So that is my recommendation hmm. for the week. Oh, okay. It is pretty awesome.
1: <sighs> well, I too have a recommendation. Yes. If you if you have Disney Plus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: watch the series, The Imagineering Story. It's very well done. I wasn't expecting much from it other than it being another one of Disney's patting themselves on the back and just promoting themselves. Uh, It it talks about the good stuff, talks about the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really entertaining. It's really interesting to see um, like how people were treated and what happened when the economy went in the toilet and all that kind of stuff. Okay. You see a little bit of, you see, and the other thing that amazes me is it's got a lot of old archival footage that's really crystal clear. Okay. Like we're talking from like the 60s.
0: Do you, do you think it's been And it just surprises doctored? me. Or do you think it's been restored?
1: Uh, It definitely looks like it's been restored to some point.
0: Okay. And what what did you say the name of this was?
1: The Imagineering Story. Okay. Really, really interesting. You can also watch a documentary called um, Dream On Silly Dreamer,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which was basically a bunch of the animators who were laid off when they closed the animation studio recorded their final days. Oh, really? And it's, it's, I mean, it's not a great movie. Uh-huh. It's what it is. It was, I mean, it was, I'd say sub indie. Hmm. Okay. Um, But it's really, really um, interesting to see what they've done to the point where like they would, they, the company sold them back their animation desks
0: right okay. and it
1: was for some ridiculous amount of money like $126.42 each <laughs> it was really weird
0: you would think the it's least that they could do would just be like hey here's your animation desk we're, we're sorry right. that... I mean what are
1: you going to do with it you're not making movies anymore
0: yeah exactly that kind of corporate shit is always weird yeah you can have these but you're gonna pay for them. well fuck you
1: yeah i'm just gonna take it what are you gonna do stop me <laughs> are you gonna fire me
0: i mean so were um, they were they like top of the line animation desks or like was disney cutting corners with like
1: they were in the 70s okay no, they were the ones that had the light board in the center, and yeah, you know, it tilts up.
0: Okay. I mean, I guess, I guess, if I was an animator and I was being let go, I would definitely want the thing that I worked on. Sure. I feel like that would have, like, I would have been okay with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so I'm marking the Imagineering story to watch, the, add that to my list. Mm-hmm. And what was the animator one called?
1: Dream on Silly Dreamer. Okay. Now, there's a third thing you should check out. However, it is not on Disney+. Plus. Um, it is called The Sweatbox. Okay. And it's about the making of uh, the Emperor's New Groove filmed by Sting's wife, Trudy Styler. Okay. And basically follows Sting through the process and there's some different um, animation stuff to, to watch. But there's a shot of... Sting on the phone with whoever it is from Walt Disney Pictures, Disney Animation, whatever, telling him that the movie is no longer a musical and all the songs he wrote aren't being used. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh well, that's kind of a slap in the face. <laughs> uh, you can actually watch it on Archive. Archive.org has it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's It's just interesting to see how a movie changed direction as it was being produced
0: yeah that's always fascinating yeah you start to see that that like yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna we know that you've worked on all this stuff but we're just gonna change it now right we've decided to go in a different direction wait what (sighs) yes wow Speaking of Disney, did you see the thing about um, the overzealous guest at Disneyland?
1: Which one? The one who jumped on like Carousel of Progress?
0: No, the, the oh, the one broke, who
1: pulled the sword out of the stone, broke
0: Excalibur.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> uh, the 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 story is that the burly park goer named Sam uh, is apparently the once in future king of Fantasyland. Um, the fact he apparently damaged the sword, forcing the park employees to tape down the anvil and make the sword itself disappear for a while in order to make sure other guests mm-hmm. didn't hurt themselves. Right. Like, what the fuck, man? You know it's, it's not really of... Excalibur.
1: But what if it was? You know
0: it's not really a full what if, what sword. What if...
1: But what, but what if it was, what if in the middle of this theme park, this <laughs> world of, I mean, what a better place to hide us than right in plain sight?
0: Well, uh, true. I don't, you know, I don't I mean, ever that, remember the stories of Excalibur being in an anvil though.
1: Uh, in the Disney version it is.
0: Well, the Disney version isn't the real version.
1: Well, that's the version people know. I mean, come on. How many people have read T.H. White's The Once and Future King?
0: Well, probably it's not. It's not an
1: easy read. <laughs> just tell Just saying. So, yeah, that is. But, you know, I mean, people at Disney do some pretty stupid shit. Well, yeah. I just think it's the nature of what it is. It's a fantasy land
0: <laughs> where where dreams come true. Get up there, boy! Pull on that sword. Come on! Show them that you're the king. Ma, look what I can do!
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: just imagine being the manager of Fantasyland and walking over and seeing this fucking thing taped down. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you imagine the radio call yeah the sword and the stone is out this guy's waving it around in front of the carousel (laughs) i i think somebody should come out here
0: it says that um the large man had brute forced the prop sword out of the anvil but rather than coming out as a sword and earning him a prize it snapped possibly because it was a prop and not actually a full sword to begin with. (laughs) He literally ripped it out, an eyewitness is quoted as saying in the report, it was his first time at Disney, and he's a pretty buff dude. I told him if he pulled it out, he'd win a prize, and he just used brute force, I guess.
1: Uh, Who told him he'd win a prize? This is
0: an eyewitness, apparently. Okay. At first, it seemed as if he had pulled it out, but a cast member quickly came over because he had, in fact, broken it. No shit.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And they're saying the upside is at least it happened when most people were preoccupied with the Star Wars attraction and not really in Fantasyland. That makes it better. Hmm. <laughs> But it's not like people are waiting in line for the new Star Wars ride. You have to like put your name on a list and then and they call and, uh, number. Hope for the best. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: that's so weird. <clears throat> yeah. You see, Mark Hamill was asked um, if there were any actors in Star Wars that he would have liked to share the screen with, but didn't get the chance to. No, I didn't. And he didn't basically was like, uh, "All of them." <laughs> he, he goes, "Imagine the fantastic sequel trilogy actors and only working with two of them."
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. who who does he share screen time with? He he share screen time with. Leia. Daisy, yeah, but she's yeah. she's not one of the sequel trilogy actors.
1: Oh, the new actors. Yeah. Oh.
0: Who else is he? Yeah. No one. He he doesn't interact with. Oh, I guess. Kylo. Kylo. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking. Yeah. So only two actors. He's just the dude that made Star Wars. You know. Mm-hmm. He's just the man that all the little boys wanted to be when they were kids. I wanted to be Han Solo, but that's besides the point. You know.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, geez. Is Disney really remaking Bambi?
1: Live action. <sighs> By the writers who brought us that wonderful movie, Captain Marvel.
0: Oh. I don't want to see a photorealistic have to deal with the death of his mother. That would uh, why?
1: How are they going to get a get a deer to play dead? <laughs> I mean, are are deer that trainable?
0: Well, no, it's it's not live action. It's CGI. It's the Lion King thing.
1: No, they, it's live action.
0: <laughs> not according to this
1: you mean it's fake (laughs) eventually they're going to run out of movies to turn into bad reimaginings
0: well as long as people keep going and making them crazy money off of these stupid ideas they're going to continue to do it
1: well that's true
0: I mean people were pissed when they found out Mulan wasn't a musical but they're still going to go see it. Well, of course they are. I mean, I will be honest. I don't think I've ever... I, I ever saw the full animated version of Mulan. Uh-huh. So I don't know how accurate the... um, or how close to the, the movie the trailer is for the live-action mm-hmm. one. But it doesn't really capture my interest. I, I don't really care.
1: And that's fine. It doesn't have to be something you fall in love with because we'll make money off of somebody else. And so don't worry about it. <laughs> that's all there is to it. Okay.
0: So there. Take that. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Be that. Oh, way. the
1: rumors have the rumors have started. What? Now they're saying now they, there's a rumor that Rick Fox Rick Fox was also on the helicopter.
0: Who's Rick Fox?
1: He was another basketball. He's a black guy. Uh, John. <laughs> what? How else we describe him? He's a tall, bald guy.
0: Oh, 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 that guy. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, he's not bald at all. No But yeah uh, As of 20 minutes ago Somebody had posted And then there was A post that says Rick Fox is not dead The ex-Laker Was not on board The helicopter That killed Kobe Bryant
0: <laughs> This dude was on um, Big Bang Theory For an episode yes yeah he, yes he played when they
1: went to the seminar
0: yeah he, he played and he gave, does he give name? him a ride back home or something Bernadette? yeah, Ber- it's bernadette's ex-boyfriend or something yeah something yeah. okay <laughs> yeah i'm sure everybody's clamoring to figure out who the other four people were i mean nobody's gonna remember the poor pilot
1: no is pro- probably a good thing.
0: Well. I mean, shit happens. Pilots go down with their with their aircraft, but
1: with their sh- with their sh- with their ships.
0: Yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm sure that he won't even get a fucking um you know, shout out. Oh, this poor guy.
1: No, of course not. Well, that's like when Farrah Fawcett died.
0: Yeah. And then Michael Jackson died The same
1: Yes Yeah <laughs> So let's mourn the pedophile And and
0: Alleged you know, ignore pedophile other <sighs> You don't know what happened Someday in
1: that s- Someday A box of videotapes Are just gonna show up At some newspaper <laughs>
0: <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty
1: hmm well since he's no longer with us yeah wouldn't it be wild if if we found out like years from now that the doctor was actually like the father of a child who he had molested him (laughs) and this was like his plan the whole time to kill him that'd be kind of crazy no sure ultimate revenge yeah. And then he went to work for Prince?
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, you feeling, you feeling <laughs> down? Here, take this.
1: I can help you sleep. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. Very bizarre.
0: What a weird day in the world. Either helicopters are crashing mm-hmm. and killing basketball stars, or there's the weird virus outbreak over well i guess it's here now
1: well it's it was just reported in california
0: how long until people are wearing face masks everywhere
1: um soon <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to save you
0: um well, I mean, I guess it's, it's all dependent on how it's being transmitted.
1: And how is it being transmitted? Do we even know? Well, I, I They're think, saying that, that, it, that it remains, that you can be contagious and not show any symptoms.
0: Right. So that means it's probably airborne. So if that's the case, then not breathing it in and making sure you wash your hands and not touch your eyes or any of that shit um, would probably help. I mean, so it was weird because when this was first reported, like the news was like, Hey, look, if you have a healthy immune system, you you should be fine. Like it's going to, it's going to present itself like a sickness and then it'll be gone. But now they're like, Holy shit. Now we have to like the dude that showed up in Seattle with it. They were treating with a fucking robot and it was like, Whoa, (laughs) wait a minute. So is it really nothing to worry about? Or are we all fucked and you're just trying not to cause a riot?
1: Well, they're saying touching or shaking hands with a person can pass the virus from one person to another, making contact with a surface or object that has the virus and then touching your nose, eyes or mouth Hmm. or contact with feces. So stop touching other people's poo.
0: Look, we know it's a weird fetish for some people, but just Just stop it.
1: it. okay? just stop it. It's wrong.
0: Two girls. One cup is not something to aspire to.
1: Touch your touch your own poo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you can ch- use it as
1: Play-Doh. I don't care. <laughs> you got to check it for but lumps. keep right? your hands, keep your hands off of my poo. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, what? Uh,
0: nothing. That's you know, that's a title if I've ever heard one. Yes. Uh,
1: China reported up to 15 people dead in one day.
0: See, that that doesn't sound like, like. a a regular adult is okay with this.
1: No. As of Friday, there were a thousand cases worldwide all of a sudden. Mm. This isn't like a Legionnaire's disease that was like contained. This is kind of scary shit. Yeah. And what if we find out Russia has weaponized it? (laughs) What if that's really what this is all about? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do they have a live map of this? Hang on. Interactive coronavirus heat map. <laughs> heat map. Yeah. So okay. So, so take this. Take this with a grain of salt because it's on Fox News. Oh. Um. But let's see. Is this oh my God!
1: Th- I think I have it. <laughs> oh my God! I have a dry cough. <coughs> Some mild breathing difficulties, some gastrointestinal issues, diarrhea, body aches. Oh, my God. (laughs) I've got coronavirus. (laughs) Chris. (laughs) (coughs) Uh
0: Start
1: fund me right now.
0: Uh Uh-oh, I may have it, too. Holy shit. So, apparently, it's only in Seattle, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Toronto right now.
1: Okay, good. So there's places not to visit.
0: Right. So, I mean, it looks like if you really want to get away from this, you need to go to South America.
1: And there's plenty of room because everybody's trying to get out of there.
0: That's right. (laughs) You know, don't go to Puerto Rico because of the earthquakes. But if you wanted to go
1: to. They got lots lots of aid in Puerto Rico. They just found
0: that's true. That's the supplies. If you wanted to go to like Panama City or um
1: Wait, Panama City's in Florida.
0: No, the real Panama and Panama City and Panama.
1: The the Panama of, of um like the Panama um, Canal? Uh, no, of um Van Halen?
0: Yes. hmm That's exactly Panama. Right. dun 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 dun. Um Panama the hats. Okay, look, so here's what you do. You live, you live in a big tourist spot. Find one of those tourist groups from Brazil and just (laughs) get on on the bus. No, get on the bus with them. Act like you're Uh following the big red flag and just go back there because there are no cases in Brazil.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying we should infect them.
0: No, no, I'm saying if you want to get away from this. Look,
1: everyone you've seen.
0: (laughs) Uh, Buenos Aires is nice. Yeah, go there
1: okay it's really hot though
0: yeah Uh, let's see Australia no Australia's on fire <laughs> Australia's and, horrible and Australia actually has a case so don't go to Australia mm. uh, however New Zealand there's nothing in New Zealand
1: you know people like New Zealand
0: I hear it's Isn't a wonderful it place like- to live
1: Western Australia. No, it's eastern well, Australia. It's
0: it's its own island, way off the coast. But no,
1: no, I know that. Okay, I'm saying that people just think that it's part of Australia.
0: Yes, well, absolutely. But it's not on, to be
1: confused with Iceland.
0: Right. It's it's on the other side of the Tasmanian Sea. Yes. And there's also um, Tasmania, which is off the the southern tip of Australia.
1: That's where the devils come from.
0: That's right. Right. The the big spinny ones that are all gray or all brown. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: And don't, don't by mistake, go to Zealand as opposed to New Zealand. Cause they're like, <laughs> you know, different hemispheres.
0: Is it really, is there an actual, a Zealand?
1: Yeah. Zealand's an island in, Den, in uh, Denmark.
0: Oh, okay. uh see
1: you learn something every day i
0: know you can go to iceland they don't have anything (laughs) literally well yeah (laughs) i mean if you're looking to get away from it all there is a place
1: and with global warming it could be nice in a few years (laughs) (laughs) just saying
0: look we don't want everybody running to where we're going to escape to but you know whatever
1: (sighs) that's right that's right. So the the safest place for you right now is China. <laughs> That's where you should go. Go to China.
0: Man, there are a ton of cases in fucking China. Hunk. Yes, Kong, there are. Fujian. I'm not, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this one. 'Cause I'll just butcher it. But there's one confirmed case in Washington state, one in California, mm-hmm. one in Chicago. So as long as it stays north and west, you and I should be okay.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna I'm ordering masks on Amazon right now. I bet. Should I get the one with the with the uh, charcoal filter, like you see in World War Two? Oh, I was to like, get one of those,
0: like a gas mask. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I want to be safe, Chris. But but I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear it to work tomorrow.
0: <laughs> at that point, you might as well just like dress up like Darth Vader, like do the whole nine okay. yards of like fully body covered in black leather, with a face mask and the Ooh. breathing respirator. Okay, don't get too excited over there.
1: That sounds hot. That sounds hot <laughs> and sticky for being in Florida. Oh, okay. All right.
0: I thought you meant the other kind of hot.
1: Uh, no. Like you
0: were into that's it. That's
1: gross. <laughs> no, that's gross. Ew. Nope, nope, nope.
0: Okay. Uh, so, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll revisit this next week to see just how many more cases Hopefully.
1: There Hopefully we're still here.
0: Yeah. I got a couple of, like, um... Like a like those respirator masks that uh the little white ones that you put over your face for like when you're sanding stuff. Yeah. And you're using um like fiberglasses. Isn't that stuff? what
1: they wear anyway? Yeah. That's so what they wear.
0: Maybe I'll just wear one of those. Okay. When I'm out in public. <laughs> Can't be too safe. No.
1: No, you should make your own custom one that looks like a face hugger.
0: I already have a face hugger. I just you need wear to it? build it into the thing.
1: There you go. Better do it quick.
0: Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure I'd be. Um, you know, I wouldn't cause any problems by by like getting out of my car at a gas station with the white mask on and like sunglasses and walking in to like pay for gas, right?
1: No, no <laughs> think, not at all. You think they'd flip go out ahead. if I walked in? Yeah. It's like, no. Hey, are go are ahead. <laughs> nah fine
0: so the most in mainland china there's a 1058 confirmed cases in this one area wow yeah that's a lot there's four confirmed in australia which is why i don't want to go there there's three in france uh one in chicago one in california one in nepal so you can't go there One in Ontario. Mm. Four in Japan. Maybe they released the coronavirus in order to stop all those um, protests. Because that was in China, right?
1: Yes. Among other places.
0: But the big ones, that was in Hong Kong, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. There's definitely coronavirus there. Uh, Yeah. Eight confirmed, 244 uh-huh. suspected. Whew.
1: Me how? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's some weird, wild shit. Crazy world we live in. Pandemic. It is a little That's strange right. that there are none in Russia. Anybody else hmm. find that strange? I'm not saying Well, I
1: mean the you know, the the uh, the doomsday clock is now a hundred seconds from midnight, so less than two minutes. Woohoo. This is your two minute warning, people.
0: <laughs> Who watches the watchman? That's right. Now we just need a giant squid to fall on New York and history would be complete. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stranger things have happened.
0: <laughs> That's true. Wow, what a, what a bummer place to leave the podcast on death and destruction. I know. But whatever. What whatever. else would you have come to expect from Dance Monkey Dance? That's right? right. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris.
1: This is John. Have a good week. Don't touch my poo.